wanted to talk a little bit about like rest and mobility. It's been refreshing within our community and conversations we've been having about the increased awareness about rest and mobility. And so I want to just talk about like your routine, your thoughts around around those two things. I know they're different, but and how you integrate those in your life. Yeah, rest is super important. You know, it's when our, we're giving our nerves, nervous systems a break. Uh, today, I feel like there's this we romanticize this always on approach to to our work. And uh, you know, even when we're resting, are we really resting when we're refreshing our social media feeds and yes. you know, like we're checking Twitter right. and, and reading the news and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, resting is a is a big part of the equation. There's a there's an idea that I advance in uh, the Genius Life, which was really cool to me. I hadn't heard about it before I began researching the book, but it's this concept of allostatic load. Cool. Yeah, it's a really cool it's a really cool concept. So. See, a lot of people have heard of homeostasis, which is balance, essentially. Like, you know, at any given moment, an organism, you know, your body is trying to maintain balance, which is homeostasis. And any kind of stimuli that is going to sway your body from that, whether you're sitting in, in your beautiful sauna or, uh, you know, exercising or or underslept or whatever, you're you're basically being pulled out of that balance. And the steps that your body has to take to get back to balance is called allostasis. And so everybody at any given time has a, has a, an allostatic load essentially, which is your body, the sum, uh, total effort that your body has to take to bring you back to that midline, to that, to that, to that sense of balance. The problem is a lot of people today, whether it's chronic stress, not resting, you know, not building rest into their day, um, you know, to an appropriate degree, um, being underslept, drinking too much coffee, which can stimulate your body's stress pathways. Yeah, sorry, is allotosis, would that be, is allotosis expressed by a hormone response in the body? It's basically, yeah, I mean, it's it's your neurotransmitters, it's your hormones, it's, it's everything. Okay. It's like, it's basically, you know, the sum effort, you know, the cumulative effort that your body has to get has you to back to homeostasis. To, yeah, got, got to get you back to homeostasis. And what burnout is, is allostatic overload. And this is a term that's like taken from the medical literature that if you are basically running, you know, you know, floor to the uh, pedal to the floor, um, burning the midnight oil, not giving your body adequate time to rest and recover and, and rejuvenate and supplying your body with the, the nutrients and, and, you know, vitamins and minerals and things that it needs, even protein I would put in, in that category you reach a tipping point where suddenly your allostatic load becomes allostatic overload. And to me, the way that I visualize it, it's sort of like a cup, you know, think about like a glass. Now your glass at any given time should be empty so that you can throw in things like coffee or high intensity exercise or dip in the sauna. And you can sort of use these things for the hormetic effect that they're going to have on your body, meaning that they're stressors that actually are going to make your body stronger. But I think a lot of people today are functioning, you know, in a state where the glass is already sort of half full so that by the time you throw in, you know, the fight that you just had with your significant other or the project that, you know, you wait until the last minute to complete or, you know, that extra cup of coffee that you like to throw in in the middle of the afternoon, suddenly because your cup, your glass is already half full, that that new, you know, additional load that you're throwing into the mix is going to become overload. And so I think becoming conscious of that is uh, is, is crucial for every person to kind of like look at where their baseline is and to uh, do what they can to kind of strip away all the excess stuff and to add in things that are going to that are going to help empty out that glass. So, you know, optimizing your sleep or resting more. Um and rest, you know, can mean different things for different people. Um, you know, meditation I think is great. It's 
kind of a for me an ideal. I don't have like a regular meditation practice. But yeah, it's like rest is rest is an important part of the equation. I love that analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot That's of sense. That's a good to analogy. Mm-hmm. Simple. But I feel that sense. expressed <laughs> in this week. It's like a reaction to something occurred and I was and I think that's the cup analogy. My cup was already full. So when something happens that is like throwing myself off kilter or like adding to the cup when it's already full produces a reaction that like is not ideal if my cup was empty. You know, if my cup was empty, my reaction to the situation would have been more low key. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other thing. It's like, you know, we become these reactors. You're like, that's a mental health issue. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but, but there's like some pretty good neuroscience on why people, why some of us can be so inclined to be that reactive and that testy, you know, yeah. and, and that on edge um, and irritable. Irritability, I think, is not, it's not like something that's hardwired into your personality. You know, if you're, if you're chronically irritable, it's probably, there's probably a good chance that you're underslept and that by fixing your sleeping problems or by looking at these other areas of your, of your life where you can empty out that glass, you're going to be a lot more pleasurable to be around. You know, I think meditation is really great as a, and you know, I, I say this as somebody who has not yet found the discipline to meditate every single day, but I've been trained and I, you know, I've read up on the neuroscience of meditation and I think that's the wonderful thing about meditation and why I think everybody should know how to do it because meditation allows you a little bit of a breathing room between the stimulus and the reaction. You know, it allows you that space to, um, to sort of react to something, uh, even if it's a stressful, um, stimulus in a way that is not just like animal, you know, fangs coming out, you know, kind of, kind of situation, which I think so many of us find ourselves in when we're underslept, when there's like, you know, when, when we live lives with, without, uh, integrating, you know, adequate rest and things like that. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.